Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Open or closed? Is it any of the government's business? I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Adam Kovakovich, founder and CEO at Chamber of Progress. Welcome, Adam. Thank you. What is the mission of the Chamber of Progress? Well, Chamber of Progress is a relatively new center-left tech industry trade association, and we're promoting technology's progressive future. We want to make sure that all people have the ability to enjoy uh, the benefits of technological leaps, but we also want to make sure that there are sensible regulations put in place um, that help the tech industry operate fairly and responsibly, and that's a big topic. And so primarily our focus is on public policy debates uh, involving tech policy. Your organization recently took a stand regarding a bipartisan sponsored US Senate bill involving Apple and Android app stores. Start by filling us in on and summarizing, if you will, the goals of the 10 page bill. Sure, well, there had been hearings in the, uh, a hearing in the Senate several months ago this is also a, an issue that's the topic of a pretty significant trial between Apple and Epic Games in California. And it really, the, the main issue is whether uh, mobile operating platforms like the iPhone and Android can set their own rules for app developers, both with it when it comes to how apps operate uh, on their platforms, but also uh, app store rules, um, particularly some of the rules around the commission fees that are paid for in-app purchases as well as um, whether or not apps can use alternative payment systems. And so this is very much the, uh, an issue at the heart of the trial that happens again several months ago, but it was also the focus of a Senate hearing. And the bill that was uh, introduced in the Senate uh, takes aim at some of the existing practices. It would really mandate that iPhones and Androids, uh, for example, allow the installation of third-party app stores as well as mandate the use of alternative payment systems within apps. What is your position on the intent of the bill? Well, I think it's pretty clear that the intent of the bill is to help companies like Spotify, Epic Games, Match, uh, Tile, who testified against the bills. Um, these are companies that would like uh, Apple and Google to reduce the fees that are charged on in-app purchases, or they'd like Apple and Google to change the rules for apps. And you know, in, in most cases, I think this is really a question about the bottom line of, in some cases, uh, companies that are worth hundreds of millions or billions of dollars. They're trying to get policymakers and, and, and regulators to kind of weigh in on essentially a, a dispute, which is not that different, by the way, from, so for example, disputes that we've seen historically between cable channels and, ca and cable operators in terms of like the, the deals, the, the terms of commercial negotiations. And so that was really the focus of, uh, of the hearing. But I think there's a real open question about whether a majority of members of Congress will feel that it's important for Congress to weigh in on what's essentially a commercial dispute between, uh, between companies. 
But to your point, they have weighed in on telecommunication. And why wouldn't a well-informed consumer not want expanded choices when it comes to where they can purchase apps? Well, in fact, I think some uh, some consumers do want uh, different experiences, right? You even look at people, there's obviously pretty significant differences between iOS as a platform and Android as a platform, right? And But I think the point is that the government shouldn't make uh, iOS look more like Android or make both of them look more like Windows, for example. Um, the, the platform managers and owners, the Apple and, and, and Google, should have the ability to create the kind of platform and ecosystem that they believe best serves the market, best serves users. Um, some people like the, the, the you know, your iPhone uh, comes with a, a lot of pre-installed apps and the app store is a pretty curated experience. Other people want to want to less curate experience, want the ability to sideload apps and might choose Android for that reason. But the point is the government shouldn't be forcing a model on platforms. Let the platforms decide what kind of model uh, they want to deliver to, to consumers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So essentially you're suggesting that this isn't even an issue that the government should get involved in. I think what the government has to recognize that a large, large number of people buy, for example, an iPhone because they really like that it just works easily, it's convenient, um, the app store is easy to navigate, they feel that apps are relatively safe, they're curated. Maybe more technical people may, may bristle at some of those restrictions, but there are a lot of novice uh, users who really like the ease and convenience of, of iPhones, for example. I don't think it's the government's place to say that the kind of smooth, integrated experience of an iPhone uh, should be banned. There's a lot of consumers who've chosen it for that very reason, um, just because uh, Spotify and Epic Games don't necessarily like it. I, I, I don't see, again, I don't see policymakers um, uh, really lining up behind this in mass, partly because I haven't seen any consumers marching on Washington saying, Hey, Congress, make my smartphone dumber. That's not what they're clamoring, clamoring for. Some of the developers supporting the bill say that the current app store arrangement blocks communication between developers and their customers. Is there any validity to these claims? Well, in fact, I think this is one of the major issues that was heard by a federal district court judge in California in the Apple Epic Games trial. And we'll soon learn uh, whether or not that's an appropriate, uh, appropriate um, topic for the law. Those kind of conditions are not uncommon. Um, when I go into Nordstrom to look for uh, something, uh, I, I'm not, you know, I, I don't see any signs saying, "Hey, you can get this this uh, product at Macy's for ten dollars less." Um, so that kind of rule is not uncommon in, say, retail. But I think there is a, a question about it that was heard and will be decided by a judge uh, in, in the case in California. Are there any security or privacy issues in play here? Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, look, uh, Android and Apple have different models. Um, I 
partly a part of what I think Apple is trying to deliver for its users is to say, look, we see value in security in a curated experience. And to the extent that this bill would require uh, third-party app stores and alternative payment systems, um, that starts opening things up a little bit. Look, I think we've seen this debate before, right? Um, and, and what this bill in some cases would do would turn iOS and Android into more of the Windows-like experience, right? And, and Windows is a great platform, but for years was bedeviled with a lot of security threats, spam, malware. And in some ways, the more curated apps, app experience and mobile, mobile OS environment reduced a lot of those threats. So why should the government say that Apple and Google have to make iOS and Android more like Windows? That doesn't seem like an appropriate role for government. So how do you see this playing out? Is there enough momentum in DC to push this bill to a vote? I, I don't see it happening. And again, for the reason that um, I think there are millions of happy consumers who are not clamoring for these things. They're happy with the technology and they pick iPhones and Androids just because they're, they work well. This bill is kind of a finger in the eye for anybody who buys one of those phones because they just work well. And so I don't really see Congress um, spending its limited time and energy on a bill that would help Spotify and match, but really not help consumers all that much. Adam Kovakovich, founder and CEO at Chamber of Progress. Thanks for shedding some light on this issue for us. Adam, if somebody wants to follow more of your work and some of the issues that concerning your organization, what's the best way they can do that? Sure, you can follow our work at progresschamber.org uh, or my Twitter at twitter.com slash Adam Kovac. All right, thanks again. And find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on the major podcast platforms or at tanyahall.com. Thanks for watching.